Welcome back. This is episode two of the NWSL Aces podcast. I'm your host, Jason Vivang, and join with me today is uh, my co-host, Tom Sweezy. What's up, Tom? What's up, Jason? I mean, I'm happy to be on episode two. Kind of upset episode one was you and Lori Lindsay, even though Lori was a great guest. You killed it. With <laughs> her. It was a great conversation talking about expansion, the entire tournament, and previewing the final. But, I mean, I guess talking about the final, I'll, I'll take that as my first episode. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if people have, have missed that interview, you can always go back and, and listen to it. Um, it was a good interview. It was mainly about the you know the challenge cup final because it was previewing it slightly um but i mean it's still a good listen i would say regardless uh and expansion talk was good yeah like it wasn't like a lot about the expansion talk but you know what like it's good because we have nwsl growing la louisville i'm excited for it yeah i think there's a lot of really positive news and you know buzz and hype about nwsl right now which i yeah. think is really good and Hopefully they can keep it going. Um, but we're here to talk about, you know, the the Houston Dash winning the 2020 NWSL Challenge Cup. Um, it was what last Sunday, I guess. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit it's a bit further away, but um, I mean, they beat the Red Stars 2-0. Uh, Christy Mewis uh, earned a penalty, uh, and Sophie Schmidt put it away. And then towards the end of the game, uh, kind of felt like sh- Chicago was really pushing. And basically, uh, Shea Groom slotted home a second and put the game away. Honestly, like, how did you feel about the game? I felt like it was a, it was a fun game. Uh, obviously, Chicago went down early, which I wasn't expecting. Uh, yeah. But overall, I, mean, I enjoyed it. Overall, I thought the game, the game was great. Um, I know that the, the viewership numbers on the game also were fantastic, so that's awesome to see mm-hmm. when everything comes out. I think out. it was like 650,000 around there, uh, yeah. which is record. That, that, that's awesome, right? You know, So I loved the game. I really didn't think Chicago wasn't going to score in this game. Um, and, and I mean, <laughs> what'd you say? Savannah McCaskill hit the post once. <laughs> yeah, she did. I mean, like, it just Houston looked very good in this game, and I think that um, Christy Mewis drawing that 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 foul early to to get the penalty for Sophie Schmidt, like, I think that kind of set the tone early, right? Houston got maybe a little bit of a confidence boost after that, and I kind of really just feel like they took the game from that. Like, yeah, you said, like towards the end of the game, Chicago is pushing, right? Because at that point, yeah. one you got to push for for that that tying goal but Houston had this right and I just was really really impressed with this Houston squad because when we were talking about this on the MLS Aces podcast to preview the tournament and then you know kind of you guys touched on it a little bit last week like no one really rated Houston and mm-hmm. Houston came away with come away victors they, they won NWSL in 2020 and and that's fantastic. And, I mean, it's their first trophy in club history, and I have to give them their credit. And the way they celebrate it, I just – I love that as well. <laughs> hey, they know how to party. Trust me. Hey. <laughs> They're having fun out there. Um, U.S. deserves a fucking Bud Light sponsorship after – or Budweiser sponsorship. Actually, yeah. She <laughs> – I didn't – there was more beers than I could hold. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, you can't talk about Houston without talking about Rachel Daly because, I mean, obviously she, she took home the – golden boot award mm-hmm. she took home the mvp of the tournament uh 
really, she was just phenomenal all tournament. And by the end of it, like, sure, she didn't score in this game. She did assist on the on the Shea Grimm goal. Um, but she just required so much, you know, thought, you know, by the Red Stars or who, whomever they were playing, uh, that it, it just it just opened up so much space and her hold up play was really good. I felt, especially in this game, just, I don't know. I just, I think that Rachel Daly just took another step forward in this tournament and looks like a very complete solid player. Yeah. Look, Rachel Daly, when Houston's playing, obviously like Rachel Daly is who they look on to score the goals, right? She took home the golden boot. Like you said, She's an absolute threat of a goal scorer. And, like, she didn't score in this game, but you know what? That doesn't mean you had a bad game. Rachel Daly had a very good game um, and set things up for her teammate. Shea Groom is someone else from this entire tournament. Um, mm-hmm. in, in this game, scoring the, the put-away goal at, in the 90th minute, she was extremely, extremely impressive. and Some beautiful goals by her this tournament. <laughs> she, she looked so good this entire tournament. and Yeah. I mean, I just have to give her 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 credit too, because in the attack, Rachel Daly, Shade Room, like tore this thing up. Yeah, I mean they they were two really big big names for the dash, and I would probably add Christy Mewis in there as well. She was really good all tournament. She came off uh, in the first half actually of this this yeah. game because of she the, very angry to come off the field. Yeah, I think she maybe did something to her hamstring. I don't actually know if. If it was ever even released, but um, well, it wasn't because she was dancing with some Budweiser after. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, "Whoa, the hamstring looks pretty good now." <laughs> but um, I mean, they still got the win. I mean, she was the sole reason that they got that first goal in the end. They, she basically forced the issue and and created a scoring opportunity, and then got the you know the penalty. Um, I mean, I was going to say, like, look, I'm not going to say I watch a lot of Houston Dash. I don't. But from I watched every single game of this tournament, whether it was live or on replay, because I had to watch some games on replay. But Rachel, <laughs> That's like, fine. I mean, we all do. <laughs> Rachel Daly is who they look on to score the goals. Christy Mewis is who they look upon to be creative, set things up in that midfield and kind of like set the tone. And Find she, the supplier. <laughs> she did that in this final. And that is a big, big reason why they came out with uh, a shutout win over Chicago. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, honestly, like this, this was really great tournament overall. I think yeah. we, we touched on it a little bit earlier on, you know, the MLS Aces podcast. Uh, slightly, but just like a, a phenomenal tournament overall that really was the first and was pretty much flawless. There was not a single uh, positive test throughout the tournament besides uh, the little Orlando issue. Uh, the tournament went really well. It got a ton of numbers. I think the only thing that I would regret is that CBS didn't put more games on national TV. Yeah, I mean, that, that sucks, right? Like, I really think that we could have had an opportunity for more games on national TV, give more of a spotlight to the league. And especially like, it's not like a league where it's like some teams are potentially folding after this year. Like, no, like we're getting two new teams and probably more within the next two years uh, of NWSL. And that's Mm -hmm. exciting. This overall tournament, we talked about it a little bit with the final, but the viewership numbers were pretty good all tournament. And then the final, you know, had whatever you said it was 650,000. Um, and we 
saw like my only I guess downfall I would say about this tournament was we saw a lack of goals right it was a lot of penalties um mm-hmm. and not that that's a bad thing because penalties add excitement but like you definitely saw like some wear and tear on the players we saw some injuries we didn't get to see a lot of the some U.S. women's national team players because yeah. of some minute caps and everything like that. So there were some downfalls to this tournament, but I also do think this tournament brought out a lot of um, attention around players who you normally wouldn't see a lot of attention around in NWSL and in U.S. women's soccer, right? Like Shea Groom, I think, is a perfect yeah, example. Yeah, great example. You know, so I really like what this tournament did. Um, I personally have the opinion of I would love to see um, you know, England has the FA Cup, MLS and North American men's soccer has the U.S. Open Cup. Why can't, now that we're, we're getting more and more teams, why can't we get a Challenge Cup every single year and have, yeah. it, have it be the a second cup competition within NWSL and North American soccer? You know, maybe you get some amateur or semi-professional women's teams in it. You have... Orlando, who would be in it next year. You have, you know, Louisville coming in next year. The league's growing. Women's soccer in North America is growing. And, I mean, in the United States specifically for this cup competition is growing. And I think this was such a success. I think you you start a cup competition, you call it the Challenge Cup, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, you could, yeah, uh, I I think that that's a great idea. I I 100% agree. It's like, why not? This was obviously very successful, um, yeah. and having a cup competition on top of the league, like it, it can't really hurt too much. Um, I touched on it a little too with with Lori in our in our interview, um, but basically, like overall, one of the biggest takeaways is not even the tournament itself, but the expansions that happened. It's like the the news wasn't just about the soccer; the news was about. Two new teams, Louisville obviously was announced, and they they have their badge and everything. And then um, at no, right now it's like Angel City, but I, I'm not sure if that's the permanent name. It's um, not like a placeholder name. For yeah, it's, but I think it's a cool name. But I, I don't hate it. <laughs> it can be a placeholder. Um, but yeah, so basically that as well in in LA, those are two really really big kind of accomplishments for NWSL, especially yeah. since only a couple of years ago we lost Kansas City to uh, move to Utah. So it's not like this the league has been super stable, um, but at this point it really does feel like we took the next step forward this year. In a, in a year like this, too, where, you know, everyone's losing money, it seems <laughs> it seems like a pretty good spot. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of positive things are coming out of it, right? Like, I know my cup competition idea was, like, out of left field, but I think, like, that's something you can take and potentially throw this into, right? I think mm-hmm. it did give attention for, you know, the the Angel City expansion news to come out, right? Like, it was a perfect timing for that drop, and I think NWSL did that fantastic. And, you know, kind of maybe, like, re-bringing up the Louisville expansion in the same exact time if people didn't know about it, one, because if people didn't watch or pay attention to NWSL, it's like, well, we do have two new teams coming in. And from what the... I don't know if you've seen the Louisville um, stadium that they opened up. Like, 
it's obviously going to be shared between the USL championship team and um, the NWSL team because it's the same ownership group. That stadium is beautiful. I love that we're going to have an NWSL team playing in there as well. And then expanding to, you know, Los Angeles, that market, that's going to be insane. That's that's awesome. The, the majority women's ownership room is awesome. Um, the 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 names of former U.S. women's national team players, um, celebrities, um, actresses, everything like that. Um, you know, we have yeah. a youngest owner in um, in sports <laughs> history in um, Serena Williams' um, daughter. And it's it's absolutely insane. Like, I love this. This is the stuff about soccer in the United States, whether it's men or women's. I don't care. This is the stuff that, like, I love. And, you know, I'm the growth that we get to see. It's like in 20 years, we're going to look back on it and be like, we witnessed all these teams get birthed, basically. birthed. in in 20 years it's gonna be like or not even 20 years in 10 years yeah it's it's gonna be like how we feel about the chicago fire and major league soccer they weren't an original team but they came on hot and they only started a few years after okay louisville and oh they came in hot all right (laughs) louisville and um angel city you know they weren't an original team but maybe they pushed the market you like you know that a te- an NWSL team in Los Angeles is getting some of the biggest names in in US women's soccer like you just know that it people want to play in the city of Los Angeles like it's just a fact right so mm-hmm. i mean i wouldn't surprise me if like Alex Morgan goes out there right like it wouldn't surprise Christian me if press. It, exactly like it wouldn't surprise me if they get some of the biggest names in in u.s women's soccer and that's what i'm here for i'm excited for it maybe with the team in los angeles we can get more potential stars from europe coming over i mean i know that opens up a bigger conversation about salary and everything like that but this is good i think that what we're seeing with nwsl is a lot of talent jam-packed in a small amount of teams expansions good because you're going to have more of that talent spread out a little bit more talent um, allows other players to shine more jobs more rosters like i'm just i'm I'm loving this and i'm loving that we're doing this podcast and talking about this because i'm all in on it yeah i'm really excited um obviously this is episode two so we're just getting started um but it's been really fun we'll probably i'm probably gonna try and get some more interviews hopefully uh if we can but uh, overall, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, NWSL Aces. We just started our, you know, that new Twitter account, so not a yep. ton of ton of people there yet. But uh, we're gonna keep working at it. And uh, yeah. you guys follow us at MLS Aces on Twitter. I'm constantly retweeting stuff from the NWSL Aces Twitter. So if you can't find it, like you know, it's always there, right? Like the connection. Yeah, scroll through a couple of tweets, you'll probably find it. All of the Aces Twitter accounts are gonna retweet everything, so you'll find it. Um, and definitely give it a follow, even if you're like get just getting into NWSL. Like you know, so am I to an extent. So follow yeah, it. Even if you're not sure, if you're like, mm, I don't know if I want to get into it, just Follow it. I mean, it, you can't hurt. There's and, there's some great games. There's some really fun news going on. So yeah, and you know it's going to be a little stagnant because you know we don't have games continuing on anymore. But it's going to be more news talk. It's going to be more interviews where we can. And if you guys have anyone, like obviously, don't say like, I want you to talk to Alex Morgan. I want you to talk to <laughs> Mick. You know that shit ain't happening. But if there's anyone on your favorite yes. team 
that you would like want us to try to reach out to and talk to DM, whatever it may be, like, let us know. We'll reach out. Jason and I will reach out individually together, whatever it may be. And we'll we'll talk to them. Right. Like maybe we get Lori Lindsay back on the line with some news that breaks and, you know, whatever it may be. So we're here. We're going to try to cover NWSL as best as we can. And Jason, you are on the forefront of it, man. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, we're just getting started. Just we're like a, the third expansion side. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Angel City, Louisville, and NWSL Aces. Yeah, that's our team name. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Tom, for joining. Uh, thank you. But yeah, so thanks everyone for listening. This is episode two. Uh, you'll probably be out in the morning. Uh, yeah. Peace. Well, it's, it'll be out the day of your listening. So <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> peace. Yeah. <laughs>